Hey, it's me, the Kentucky guy. And thanks for listening to this episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about many different things, including the huge waves the new the GOP House of Representatives is making in Washington. So many different committees, so many different bills that they've already been passing. And folks, this is just the first week. Yeah, we'll also tell you about Zelensky and how sneaky he's trying to work with the BlackRock CEO and the BlackRock company. We'll get more into that. Thank you once again for listening to this episode to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. And welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm your host, the award-winning, the ever-everlasting truthful Kentucky guy. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day today on this beautiful day here in the week. It's actually nighttime uh, when I'm recording this, but it still was a beautiful day around 65 degrees here in the great state of Kentucky. If this is your first time listening to us, Be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button no matter which platform you're listening to. We are on 73 different audio platforms right now, including Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and the list goes on. So be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button. We do drop new episodes here every Wednesday and Saturday. Sometimes we do drop extra episodes throughout the week. We mainly talk about the current news, world news, politics. If you've never heard us before, we also sometimes have special guests on. And we've had a a whole litter of different types of guests, including mediums, authors, entrepreneurs, and so forth. Uh, We've had a few comics on as well and professional athletes. Also, speaking of professional athletes, if you do like wrestling, I do co-host with Donnie Cage against the Matt Wrestling Podcast. We drop new episodes there every Monday and Friday, and we are on the same exact platforms as this show is on as well. So be sure to check that out. If you ever want to be a guest on this show or have any questions for me, you can always email me at olkentucky99 at yahoo.com. That's olkentucky99 at yahoo.com. All right, folks. So, so much going on right now in the political and news world of the United States of America. I say we go ahead and get into the geopolitical, political, economic breakdown news. Aha, so let's talk about the new house. The new house, the new house, the new house. Boy, oh boy, they are making some waves, right? Let's talk about the new bills the house has passed just so far. First of all, they've got a committee now to look in the weaponization of federal agencies against political opponents. Oh, oh, boy, oh, boy. JoJo's in trouble there. So the committee did pass. This has been put up before the House and has already been uh, voted on and passed, So, which is wonderful. So now we have this committee looking into it, and I think that uh, it's going to be kind of scary 
on what they find out. There was also a vote passed and approved. And you know that the one thing about the House, a lot of you maybe may not know this, but the House holds the purse, right? They control the money. So even though they may send some uh, like this, uh, like impeachments or other bills to the Senate that is uh, controlled by the Democrats who could just kill it, right? Or President fake Biden could veto the bill off in his desk when it comes to defunding or holding back the money that is the true power of the house and nobody can intercept or do anything about that so i want you guys to understand that especially on this next one because it voted and it went through and now they have defunded the irs the eighty-seven thousand ridiculous number biden put out there so they're they've defunded that venture to hire the 87,000 new IRS agents. Yes, that's huge. These people were just going to go after small business owners, conservative owners, and so forth. These were Obama's foot soldiers that he spoke about when he was president. So let's say, bye-bye. Hey, 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 bye-bye. Yeah. Also, they voted today and unanimous. Now, this is something that the Senate, it's going to go to them. We'll talk a little bit more about this during the program. But they did vote and they block the oil from our country's emergency stockpile from being sold to China, which Biden has done over and over in his tenured as the fake president. So that's huge. Now the American people will get to see exactly the rhinos and the horrible left-wing Democrats and how they truly feel about America. See, a lot of this stuff, they put it up there and it puts it on a nice little display because people are watching now. People see, you know, a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot have woken up and they're now watching. They're now, they're not just sleeping anymore. They're watching. And they're seeing things. And now you can see who's on the right side and who's on the wrong side. This will be one of them. Why in the world would you want our energy stockpile to go to China or any of our adversaries? Makes zero, zero sense. And if you're American first, obviously you don't want that. A new committee has been formed to investigate the withdrawal of Afghanistan. Woo! For those of you that have read my book, America, the Land of the Sleeping, I have a part in there talking about the withdrawal of Afghanistan. And oh, 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 if this committee finds out, and you know they will because I'm just a guy with a keyboard, if they find out what I found out, oh, 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 it could be interesting. And for those of you that read the book, you know what I'm talking about. All right, they've all, and they've already started the end. Uh, impeachment process of May Otis of the uh, home. This guy is supposed to be protecting our borders. It's, it's long overdue. It's long overdue. He should have been gone. He should have been gone over a year ago. He's just not, he's just not, he's, he's all about, he keeps saying the borders are secure. We know they're not secure because people are pouring in and I don't care if he is the head of Homeland Security. He's got to go. 
So, folks, that's what I've got so far on the new bills or committees set up by the new House of Representatives. But uh, the first week hasn't even ended yet. (laughs) These guys are off and running. They are off and running. And uh, something that I've heard a couple times from the new House Speaker and from members of the new GOP House majority is a promise made, a promise kept. And if they keep doing what they're doing, we're going to be hearing that a lot. All right, so let's get into a couple things here that I think maybe you haven't heard about that you definitely need to hear about. The first one is very, very, very interesting. Zelensky, you guys know him. He's the president or what have you of Ukraine. He agrees to the Ukraine rebuild investment with the BlackRock company and BlackRock CEO. Huh, BlackRock, you know, we've talked about them. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink and Ukrainian President Zelensky agreed to coordinate investment efforts to reconstruct Ukraine during a video conference this week. Zelensky's office made the announcement on Wednesday. It came after Ukraine's economic minister signed a memorandum of understanding in November for BlackRock to provide advisory support for designing an investment framework. Zelensky and Larry Frank agreed to focus in the near term on coordinating the efforts of all potential investors and participants in the reconstruction of our country, channeling investment into the most relevant and impactful sectors of the Ukraine economy. A readout of the call from Zelensky's office stated, Zelensky previously spoke with Frank in September and also indicated some BlackRock leaders will visit Ukraine next year. BlackRock spokesman Mark Burbick deferred comment to the company's announcement of the Memorandum of Understanding last month. UAE puts oil CEO in charge of Global Climate Conference. Most CEOs are new survey predicate short recession. Russia's invasion of Ukraine entered its 11th month over the weekend, and Ukraine has signaled hope for a peace summit by the end of February. Ukraine has suffered widespread damages in the cities across the country, and Russia in particular has targeted Ukraine's energy infrastructure in recent weeks as colder temperatures arrive at the state of winter. The School of Economics in November estimated the damages amount to be around $135.9 billion. So if BlackRock is involved in the reconstruction of the country of Ukraine, first of all, if it goes through, and I don't think it will, The elites will still be in control of Ukraine. Second of all, there's money to be made there. Remember the rebuild of Iran or Iraq after the the desert storm and the Iraqi wars? Remember the rebuild? Yeah, there was nothing. It's still still a, a, a big old hole in the earth. It's nothing. And the company that went in there, I don't think it was BlackRock, but it was Bilderberg as one of these companies that were supposed to finance the rebuild, made all kinds of billions of dollars and did nothing, did nothing at all. So that just goes to show you folks, 
these guys, and I want to warn you guys of something, okay? I don't know when, and I don't know what, but I do have this under good authority. We are winning this information war. We are winning against these global elites who want to usher in the Great Reset and the New World Order. We are winning. However, and all you have to do, all you have to do, really, is turn on the TV, and you can tell that we're winning. Look how stressed out CNN and mainstream media is. Look how much they're, I mean, I haven't even got into some of the bombs that have went off this week as far as us winning. But we are winning. However, look for one big last scare. They've got to do something. These elites, they're not just going to roll over. We've seen it. They're not going to roll over. They're going to set up some kind of big scare, like a false flag. I don't know what it is. But remember, guys, I've seen their playbook. I know it's coming. Okay? They're going to do something, whether it be nuclear, try to stage a fake nuclear war. I don't think that they're going to have the alien invasion, which is in their playbook. I just don't think that America's buying that and the world is ready to buy that stuff. So I don't, I think they've tried, they kind of handed around about it last year, the middle of last year. And yeah, it didn't go anywhere. And I don't think it's going to go anywhere. But nuclear, something, and I'm not saying that's what it is, something, a big scare tactic. It's a false flag. Get prepared. Okay. Do not be frightened. It is not real. Okay. It is not real. And you know, somebody asked me the other day, they're like, Hey, uh, Kentucky guy, how can you say that the good guys are still winning? The good guys are winning. How can you say that? Well, it's pretty simple. If you've done any research at all, if the good guys weren't winning or weren't somewhat in control, First of all, you wouldn't have any food on your shelves in the grocery stores. Go back and do some research on how many food processing plants still to this day have been suddenly caught on fire or blew up and how many farmers have been put out of business or bought their land bought by Bill Gates and other elitists. So that's one major thing right there. You wouldn't have any food. You wouldn't have any eggs. You wouldn't have any milk. That's what they were going for. That was, they were hot and heavy. After that, who do you think stepped in and put a stop to that? Do you think their heart suddenly changed? Oh, you know what? We don't want to kill off half the population and depopulize the world anymore. You know, we're going to put food out there again. No, 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 no. Think about it. And some of the other things that we see happening, you have to, folks, I don't know what it's going to take for you to wake up if you're not waking up already, especially. I've tried to line out every little thing that's happening. Let's talk a little bit about this and let's see where this comes from. Boom, boom, boom. Special counsel assigned to Biden's confidential papers. <laughs> so documents continue to come out forcing this force Garland's hand, the attorney general to assign a special counsel to the investigation of Biden's confidential papers. Oh my goodness, what a boomerang effect. Because 
they just tried this. They invaded Mar-a-Lago. They did this over confidential papers, classified, that Trump declassified. Everything is in the up and up. However, Biden should not have had classified papers. This was when he was vice president. He did not have the power to declassify them. Completely different scenario. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I think Joey might be in a little trouble here. Well, Kentucky guy, you know, it's Garland. The, you know, he's the attorney general. We know he's a Biden guy. Yes, he is. But he also knows that the American Americans are fed up with the way the DOJ has been handling their job here lately and not doing it. So, and I want to, I want you guys to remember something. It's one of the things, one of the speeches that I'll never forget because there were so many things in there that I knew had other meanings to them, but I was so ignorant back then. I just didn't know what they meant. And basically what it was, was Trump is one of his last speeches, sort of when he was saying goodbye, I guess. Uh, and this one was at the Southern border. S- somebody brought up the new, the title 25 act which allows for the president to be removed and the vice president to automatically be put in their place. And Trump said something to the effect of this, and I don't have it word for word, but I'll never forget it. And it's, quote, Joe, be careful what you wish for. Quote, I'm not worried about it, but the new administration maybe should be worried about it. And I don't know, I'm not saying that that's what they're going to use, but I I, it's, I swear it looks like the Democrats are turning on poor JoJo. So it should be interesting. So Attorney General Garland named special counsel to probe Biden's handling of documents. U.S. Attorney General for the District of Maryland, Robert Hur, delivers remarks during Deputy Attorney General Rod Ronstein's farewell ceremony at the Robert F. Uh, Kennedy Main Justice Building. All right, so now this could show, so the U.S., the top U.S. law enforcement official made the announcement hours after a White House lawyer on Thursday disclosed that Biden's legal team had found a second set of classified papers from his time as vice president at a storage space at his Delaware home. The White House on Monday disclosed the classified documents from his president, vice presidential days were discovered in November at a think tank in Washington. Garland said Robert Hur, a former U.S. attorney in Maryland, would serve as a special counsel. Special counsels are sometimes appointed to investigate politically sensitive cases, and they carry out their responsibilities with a degree of independence from the Justice Department leadership, including Garland who was appointed by Biden. Special counsels sometimes, but not always, pursue criminal charges. Garland, in November, named a special counsel, Jack Smith, to oversee Justice Department investigations related to Donald Trump's, including the Republican former president's handling of classified documents and efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Trump, defeated by Biden in 2020 in November, announced a 2024 run for presidency. A special counsel, former FBI director Robert Mueller, in 2019 during Trump's presidency, 
documented contacts between the businessman turned politician 2016 presidential campaign and Russia, but found insignificant evidence to bring a charge of criminal criminal conspiracy because it was all hoax. It was all made up. Mueller did not exonerate Trump of obstruction of justice in trying to plead the Russian investigation, but then Attorney General William Barr, a Trump appointee, subsequently cleared him. An independent counsel, a post similar to that of special counselor, served during Bill Clinton's presidency investigating the 1990s winter water political scandal and the Democratic president's sexual relationships with a White House intern named Monica Lewinsky. That inquiry led to Clinton's impeachment by the House of Representatives, though he was acquitted by the Senate. Biden, at age 80, is expected to formally launch a real <laughs> a re-election campaign in coming months. The disclosure about the documents already have calls and political worries. The president told reporters on Thursday that he will get a chance to speak on all of this soon. Before reading from a prepared statement that echoed the information the White House put out moments earlier. As I said earlier this week, quote, people know I take classified documents, classified material, seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department review, Biden said. Biden said his legal team found a small number of documents with classified markings in storage area and file cabinet in his personal library at his Wilmington home. The library is attached to his garage, which Biden said is locked. Richard Saber, special counsel to the president, said in a statement on Monday, the classified materials were identified in a locked closet by personal attorneys for Biden on November 2nd when they were packing files at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement, a University of Pennsylvania think tank. Officials say Biden's attorney discovered fewer than a dozen classified records inside the office and informed the U.S. National Archives, the agency responsible for the preservation of government records, turned over the materials and cooperated with the archives and the Justice Department. Biden said he was surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office and did not know their contents. In the Trump case, FBI agents carried out a court-approved search last August at his Montalago estate in Florida. About 100 documents marked as classified were among thousands of records seized during the search. Biden, in September, called for his predecessor's handling of the classified documents totally irresponsible. Huh, well, what about that, JoJo? Looks like you might be a little bit irresponsible now, huh? By the way, the president, we've been over this before in this program, can speak and say these are these have been declassified and it's done. You don't have that, JoJo, as vice president. You don't have that, buddy. Boy, oh, boy, I tell you, there's so much happening. And, folks, I would have never. So, by the way, the gentleman who is special counsel, and I wanted to get to that, but for some reason I mixed up my uh I didn't, I didn't write it down correctly, but the gentleman that was appointed as special counsel to overlook the Biden case, which is her, he is a Trump 
appointee. Trump appointed him when Trump was president to his role. Yeah. So things are happening, folks. Hold on to your seatbelt. Things are happening. Next story. McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, amplifies his vow to keep Adam Schiff and Swalwell off Intel Committee. Thank God. Speaker Kevin McCarthy holds his weekly uh, on-camera press conference uh, today. And during that press conference, he amplified his pledge to keep the pair of high-profile Democrats, Representative Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell, from joining the powerful Intelligent Committee in the new conference. Both Schiff and Swalwell play an outsized role in the impeachments of former President Trump becoming toxic figures among Republicans in the process. McCarthy has vowed for months to remove them from the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, known as the HBSCI, in the wake of the Democrats' move to strip two Republicans, Representative Mar uh, Margie Taylor Greene and Paul Grossner, of their committee assignments in the last Congress. You guys know about that. We've talked about that. On Thursday, on today, McCarthy said he's not backing down. Quote, what I am doing with the Intel Committee is bringing it back to the jurisdiction it's supposed to do. Forward, looking to keep this country safe, keep the politics out of it, McCarthy told reporters in the Capitol. So, yes, I'm doing exactly what we're supposed to do. The reasons Republicans are targeting Schiff and Swalwell are unique to each lawmaker. For Schiff, the former chairman of the Intelligence Committee, McCarthy has focused on his role in the investigation into Trump's ties to Russia, accusing Schiff of lying to the public about the death of that affliction. He also accused Schiff, who, who was the lead manager in Trump's first impeachment, of exaggerating the central assertion of that case, which charged Trump with leveraging U.S. military aid to pressure Ukrainian leaders to investigate his political adversaries. Quote, he put America for four years through an impeachment that he knew was a lie, McCarthy said. In Swalwell's case, Republicans have highlighted his ties to a suspect Chinese spy who had helped fundraise for Swalwell's 2014 re-election campaign, an episode that became publicly public only in 2020 when Axis reported it. Quote, if you got the briefing I got from the FBI, you wouldn't have Swalwell on any committee, McCarthy said. McCarthy said. Swalwell also had cut ties with the Chinese national when informed of her identity by the FBI said this week that McCarthy's decision to remove him from the committee was purely vengeance for Swalwell's role as a manager in Trump's second impeachment, which followed the January 6, 2020 attack on the Capitol. Quote, I did what I hope every one of my colleagues would do, which was to help the FBI get this person out of the country, Swalwell said Wednesday in an interview with MSNBC. This is only about vengeance, and there's no sustainable reason to remove us. Yeah, right. Separately, McCarthy is also vowing to remove Ila Omar. Yeah, she needs to go. She is one of the three Muslim lawmakers in Congress from her spot on the Foreign Affairs Committee. Omar has been highly critical 
of the Israeli government and its supporters, particularly on issues related to Pakistan rights, leading the charges of anti-Semitism in one 2019 episode. Omar was forced to apologize after suggesting wealthy Jews are buying congressional support for Israel. Now, McCarthy did not mention Omar today, but told the GOP conference earlier in the week that he would follow through on his pledge to block all three Democrats, Omar, Schiff, and Swalwell, from their top committees, according to lawmakers in the meeting. Quote, Speaker McCarthy confirms that Adam Schiff, Eric Swalwell, and Ith Omar are getting kicked out of the Intel Foreign Affairs Committees. Representative Troy Niels, Troy Niels, Troy Niels, go look in the book, talked about him, a Texas Republican tweeted Tuesday after the closed door gathering. Promise made, promise kept. <laughs> the promise for removing a lawmaker from a standing committee like Foreign Affairs is different than different than for kicking representatives off the other committee, uh, which is a select committee. McCarthy, as a House Speaker, has the power to reject Scheif and Swalwell unilaterally. By contrast, Republicans will have to bring a resolution removing Omar to the House floor, as Democrats did with Green and Gosher in 2021. Won't be a problem. As the parties clash over the legitimacy of stripping committees from the three targeted Democrats, it's unclear if McCarthy will even be confronted with that option in, in the case of Schiff and Swalwell. That's because Representative Hakeem Jeffries, the new Democratic leader, has not yet indicated whether he will seat those two on the intelligence panel in the new Congress. The, the, that committee has term limits on its members, and Swalwell is at the end of a four-cycle cap, leading to questions of whether Jeffries would supply a waiver to try to keep him aboard. Schiff, as the top Democrat on the panel, is exempt from those limits. Jeffries has begun has begun the process of naming Democrats to the various committees, including Ethics Panel, which revealed its roster on Tuesday. But he has not revealed the Democrats he's putting forward for the Intelligence Panel. Jeffries' office did not respond today to a request for comment on this. Meanwhile, other members of the Intelligence Committee are itching to get started and secure their security clearances so they can get to work in the new Congress. Representative Jim Himes, Democrat, who is seeking to replace Shift as Intel's top Democrat if Schiff fails, falls off the committee, said Thursday that the members of the panel are eager to regain access to their classified briefings, not least because of the recent news that the President Biden was found to be in a private possession of confidential documents. It is a sensitive moment not to have, you know, you can get briefed on whatever the Biden classified documents are from a party standpoint. You don't have a very clear spokesman on the issue, him said. So I'm hoping it's soon. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. So a lot there, a lot there. So, you know, we know Adam Schiff, we know that he's a crook, right? And Swalwell, we know that, uh, well, he's been compromised. So it's just, uh, it's just, it, it's common sense to get these guys off in any type of foreign committees, foreign affair committees, or intelligent committees, because they've proven in the past that they don't, they don't care a bit to be dishonest and to lie 
right to the American people's face, which is sad, right? I mean, I think it's sad. Okay, so one of the last articles in today's update, Noah Opperman, who has led NBC News as president for the last half a decade, is stepping down. And the network has tapped a top New York Times editor to fill its role. Noah, who took over in 2017 and has worked as an author, screenwriter, and producer, will continue to work closely with the NBC Universal in a new capacity, the company said, developing scripts and long-form production. Rebecca Blunstein, who most recently has served as deputy managing editor of the Times, has been hired to replace him and fill the role of NBC's news president. Editorial, Blunstein came to NBC after a long career in digital and print journalism, but lacks any network news experience. With Noah's department, two other top NBC news executives will be promoted. The company said Libby Least, who has overseen the Today Show, will now be an executive vice president. Today and Lifestyle, while Janelle Rodriguez, who has spearheaded the network's news streaming service, will join the leadership team as an executive vice president, NBC News, now the company said. The announcement was made on Wednesday by the NBC Universal News Group Chairman, Cesar Conde, who all three women atop the network's news division will report to. Quote, the appointments of Rebecca Libby and Janelle provide a powerful foundation for the news group as it continues to grow in its leadership position. So I just want to point out that's another president of a major company that is stepping down. Stepping down. The Republicans-controlled House today voted to block the oil from the country's emergency stockpile from going to China. The bill was one of the first introduced by the new GOP majority, would prohibit the Energy Department from selling oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to companies owned or influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. The bill passed easily, 331 to 97, with 113 Democrats joining the unanimous Republicans in support. Representative uh, Kathy McMorris-Rogers, Republican out of Washington, the new head of the House Energy and Commence Committee, said the bill will help end what she called President Biden's abuse of our strategic reserves. Biden withdrew 180 million barrels from the strategic reserve last year in a bid to halt the rising gasoline prices amid production cuts by OPEC and a ban on Russian oil imports following Moscow's invasion of Ukraine. The month Solok sales brought the stockpile to its lowest level since the 1980s. The administration said last month it will start to replenish the reserve now that the oil prices have gone down. McMorris Rogers accused Biden of using the reserve to cover up his failed policies, as she said, are driving up 
energy prices, and inflation. Draining our strategic reserves, political purposes, and selling it to China is a significant threat to our national and energy security and must be stopped. This measure is the first in a series of GOP proposals amid an unleashing American energy production, McMarcus said, as Republicans seek to boost U.S. production of oil, natural gas, and other fossil fuels. Quote, there's more to come. This is just the beginning, she said. Democrats, including former energy and commence chairman Frank Pallone of New, of New Jersey, said Republicans were trying to fix a problem of their, of their own making. China is among numerous potential adversaries that buy U.S. oil after the GOP-led Congress lifted an export ban in 2015. Quote, if Republicans are serious about addressing this issue, they would have brought, brought forward a bill that banned all oil exports to China, Malone said, adding the sales from the strategic reserve amounted to about 2% of the U.S. oil sold to China last year. If we truly want to address China using American oil to build its reserve, let's actually take a serious look at that rather than skirt around the issue because Republicans are scared of big oil's wrath, Malone said. The current process allows for crude oil sales from the strategic reserves to companies that make the highest offer, which includes U.S. subsidiaries of foreign oil companies, and they could then export that crude oil overseas. Last year, millions of barrels of oil from the U.S. reserves wound up being exported to China, including a subsidiary of China's state-run oil company, Sinopec. The Energy Department said in a statement today that Biden rightly authorized emergency use of the strategic reserve, also known as the SPR, to address supply disruptions and provide relief to American families, refineries, which needed the most. The Treasury Department estimated the release of the oil from the emergency stockpile lowered prices at the pump by up to 40 cents per gallon. Gasoline prices, meanwhile, average about $3.27 per gallon today, down from just over $5 per gallon at their peak in June, according to the AAA Auto Club. By law, we are required to select the highest value bid to ensure the best return for tax buyers. And since 2017, the vast majority of oil sold from the reserve is sold to American entities. The Energy Department said over the last five years, less than 3% of oil from strategic reserves has gone to China, officials said, which they lie about everything. So who would believe that? The House bill now goes to the Democratic-controlled Senate. Senator John Burroughs has introduced a similar measure. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So now, because people are watching, now we're going to see who the rhino, who's the rhino, who is not on the American First agenda. And I think a lot of you, a lot of us, are going to have our eyes wide open. All right, folks, so that is all the headlines for today and all the time I do have for this episode. You've been listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. With your host, the Kentucky Guy. God bless and God bless America. Thank you all.